Before we get into this weekend update for Faded Sports Pick'em, Dave and I want to remind you to always gamble responsibly. Uh, it's the most important part of this game. Uh, you know, you start gambling irresponsibly, down a lot of units, you're down to a bookie. It's never a good thing. Remember, have a game plan. Go to haveagameplan.org to learn how to gamble responsibly. They've got great tips and lessons and are there to help you if, uh, if you're in need of it. You can also call 1-800-GAMBLER or text 800-GAMBLER for any help for you or a family member, loved one. Always gamble responsibly. All right, we've got a great weekend slate ahead. Me and Dave are going to break down the NBA news, including a Kimball Walker trade hot off the press. All right, let's get to it. All right, welcome back to Faded Sports Pick'em on a Friday afternoon. Right now, Dave, I am sweating out a UEFA Euro game. I took Croatia uh, as a uh, pretty good favorite here. They're, you know, biting me already down to the uh, Czech Republic. Uh, and really, you know, being bit by bets has kind of been the trend the last couple of days with the craziness that was the 76ers and Hawks game the other night, as well as the Jazz and Clippers. We'll get into that in a bit. But Dave, let's talk about your Boston Celtics. Uh, you know, the offseason has already started for them and already we're seeing Kimball Walker out of town and being sent to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And Dave, I just want to get your opinion on this trade. Uh, what do you like here? You know, you get some good draft picks back. Also a former Celtic player back in the green and white. Uh, just want to turn it over to you, man. How do you feel? I, I like it. I love it. There's going to be a lot of people out there criticizing uh, Boston saying they didn't get enough for Kemba. I think we got plenty. I think it's, um, I mean, we gave up a first round pick too, which was a, a little bit of, of upsetting. But I mean, when you look at it there, there's not really going to be much cap room or much roster room for any draft pick at all. So there's no space for that there. Uh, Kemba was getting paid way too much. You know, one of the only teams that are going to be able to take him. Um, or were willing to take him on because, I mean, he's just, he, he was getting paid way too much money to, yeah. for the production he was giving. Um, overall, I loved it. It's great to see Al Horford back in, a, in in green and white here. It's it's so exciting to have him back in a beautiful stretch by someone that fits in perfectly, a veteran presence to train someone like Robert Williams. You know? um, and if you think the Celtics are done here, they're not done at all. Um, Moses Brown is one of those young bigs they're going to train there, but they need another ball handler, and they cleared up cap room with this trade too. So expect one of those big guys, especially Tristan Thompson or Grant Williams, to be hitting the road somewhere else for a ball handler. Yeah, this really feels like a uh, kind of the first domino uh, to fall, but in the best way possible you know we really saw a great season from the celtics this year and obviously without the uh you know injuries that plagued this team down the stretch you know that they, they really had a good chance to go on a run and we really expected them to and like you said clearing up cap space is going to be great for the celtics to you know add another key piece and like you said bringing in horford back where you know he was so comfortable with the celtics before he's that veteran presence is 
extremely valuable, almost even more valuable than the actual player skills when you get to his level. Um, being able to mentor these younger guys. I mean, this is this is a great move here. And, uh, you know, now, you know, you bring in a good head coach, maybe a younger guy uh, to really help out these younger players. I mean, Celtics really look on the rise here, man. You got to be excited if you're a Boston fan. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see what happens next. It's um, This is Brad Stevens' first move in the front office, and I think it's a great one. I'm excited to see what happens next. Dave, also in the NBA, we got kind of crazy news the other day of Zion Williamson. And we talked about it on the last show about there's no way that Zion could be happy here. And obviously now we see that he's not happy in a Pelicans uniform. Uh, This really making waves here. His family isn't happy either with the team, which is... uh, you know, you don't really hear that often of a player's family calling out a team, but this this is kind of crazy and puts a ton of pressure on the Pelicans management staff here because you don't want to lose Zion here because that can, again, unlike Boston's domino effect, this could be a domino effect in the worst way possible, and you start losing all your guys, and then you're in big trouble. You know, nobody's going to want to come to New Orleans now if you can't keep your players. You can't keep a coach either. I mean, this is they're really towing a line here in New Orleans that uh, you definitely don't want to be. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Zion has not said anything himself. Um, I don't think he will. Um, And I guess Zion's family is just not used to, to mediocrity. But I mean, this is just part of being in the NBA, especially early on. When you're a number one yeah. draft pick, you're not going to immediately step in a situation where you're just going to compete for titles. And uh, like you said, they've, they've got to find a good coach and they've got to find a coach willing to stay. Um, the roster as a whole is not bad at all, but you just, you're just you one or two pieces away from putting together someone who can be a perennial playoff team, a perennial playoff uh, potential contender, two or three pieces away from that. So. I mean, the the foundation is there in New Orleans, but, I mean, time is running out. They've got to do something this offseason right here uh, to put the pieces together. They've really got to make a move. Uh, Absolutely, man. Get a coach. Be sure that you can sign him long-term and that he's the coach you want. And as well, you know, Zion, Zion's family has to look at him with the injuries that he's been through and the injuries that that team has seen in general, I mean, it's, it's tough to compete when half your roster is hurt for the entire year. You know, there's, there's just, uh, it's a lot going on in new Orleans, man. I I definitely don't envy, uh, their management and ownership right now because, uh, you know, it's, it's a, uh, crazy situation, but, uh, definitely, definitely strange to have a family calling out a, uh, a team there, man. Very crazy. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's weird, but you know, we've seen weirder. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the games, man. Uh, two shockers. Uh, we can start with the Atlanta Hawks, uh, again, down 26 points and Trey young, just like he did in Madison Square Garden, shocking, shocking the 76ers fans in Philadelphia. 
Um, I mean, monumental comeback. And now the all the powers in Atlanta's hands going back to Atlanta with a chance to close out this series. I mean, look, there's been a lot of great performers in the playoffs so far. But if you're looking for a playoff MVP, Trey Young's name is right there. I think he has to be with the performances that he's had and clutch performances as well. I mean, whenever you need him most, he's right there. What a rally from the Atlanta Hawks. And on the other side, monumental collapse for the 76ers. Yeah, I mean, that was insane. I had I had sixes by seven, and I felt really good about it heading into the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. And, and silly me, you know, that was just an unreal collapse of, of the ages. It's a potential season-ending collapse. Like, that was just – you can't do that if you're planning to pretend in the playoffs. That's, that's just cannot happen no matter what. And um, props to the Hawks. Trey Young's talked post-game about the way that they always fight. And they'll never give up, and and they really didn't. Because a lot of NBA teams uh, would have folded and looked forward to going home for Game Six, but that they, they 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 made a run, and then they they hit everything, and it was crazy. And I think that continues tonight. Yeah, absolutely insane. And Joel Embiid, you know, he put up thirty-seven points. He was not not bad, especially compared to the game before that. But we really expected uh, the 76ers to, you know, I mean, I think you said the Hawks could keep it close, but I, you know, I think we were both under the mindset that six points, Philly should be able to do that, especially at home. Um, and now backs against the wall. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get into the uh, betting lines for that in a minute. Uh, the other game that night, the Clippers, without, Kawhi, Paul George, you said it, Dave, Paul George is going to have to have a hell of a night. And did he ever 37 points, 12 of 22 from the field, 10 of 11 from the free throw line. Um, I mean, just a dominant, dominant performance. And really the third quarter was the difference here, man. Clippers won the third quarter, 32 to 18. Uh, I mean, the jazz leading at the half. And the Clippers just stayed around the entire time. You know, I was waiting for the Jazz to rip off a quick, you know, massive 15-0 run to really put the nail in the coffin here. And in the third quarter, Clippers took over. Paul George took over. And look, this is this is going, uh, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say, man. I'm, I'm just shocked uh, as a Utah better in that game. I really thought that um, uh, that that Utah was going to win that game, and obviously Paul George had other ideas. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it, it was the Paul George show. It felt great for him. Um, that Clippers team still has a lot of talent, even without Kawhi Leonard. And it's it's still tough to see him go out, but uh, I mean, guys like Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson really stepped up in a big way. And that's something they're going to have to do to win one of these next two games, and. Um, it's, it's going to be very exciting to watch, but yeah, what a performance put on by Paul George. Um, he's trying to put his, his slanderous nicknames to rest there. I, I think he's, he's on the road to doing that, especially if they can close out this series tonight. Absolutely, man. And last night, the Bucks with a huge, huge, 
16 point win. Um, I mean, this was, uh, wow. I mean, a huge performance for Milwaukee here. Uh, and again, KD put up 32 points. Um, he played pretty well. Uh, Chris Middleton, uh, was the leading scorer for Milwaukee with 38 points. And from the jump, man, this felt like Milwaukee's game. Um, it, it really didn't feel like the Nets had any chance here. Um, just a, uh, yeah, crazy, crazy good performance from Milwaukee, who now has a chance to close out a, a series against the Nets, which I didn't think Milwaukee had any chance of doing coming into the series. Um, obviously, the injury to Kyrie is huge here. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, total domination from the Bucks here. What, what were your thoughts on last night's game? Yeah, I mean, Milwaukee came out and did exactly what they needed to do. Um, putting Giannis on KD, which is something that should have happened a long time ago, mm -hmm. uh, was a great switch there. And it's it's very, very exciting to see Milwaukee push this Brooklyn team to a game seven, which is something that I agree with you. We did not see coming at all, but I think that this Bucks team could take this series from them. They really could have. At the end of the day, this is coming down to one basketball game, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I cannot wait to see it tomorrow night. And I really don't know what I think is going to happen yet. Yeah, man, it is going to be entertaining for sure. Let's get into tonight's games where, again, the Hawks can close out this series. Um, Philly is favored tonight by three points. Uh, if you really like the Hawks on the money line, they're plus 130. Over-under set at 221.5. And, and again, Hawks at home in State Farm Arena. I've doubted the Hawks all series. Um, I... I think they close it out tonight. I and I that is so hard to say because I feel like Philly has to with their back against the wall. They're going to come out strong, dude. Atlanta with all of that momentum with that comeback. I I'm going to take Atlanta. I'm going to go one unit on Atlanta covering the three point spread. And you know what? I'll put a unit on Atlanta money line as well here. Um you know, I I think the smart play for sure is Philly here. But as we've seen, Dave, the public money, it, it ain't winning money the last week in the NBA, you know, um, especially like these heavy favorites. I mean, you know, we saw the other day with Utah, huge favorites over the Clippers. And, you know, again, does that matter in the grand scheme of things? Maybe not, but. I like Atlanta here plus three, man. What do you think? I agree with you. I'm, I'm not a huge 76ers guy. I, I mean, I think they've got enough talent to, to win a title this year. And yet here we are. They're not going to do mm. it again. It's just, it's crazy um, to see that they, they could come in with all of these players and all of this talent and not be able to win. And props to Atlanta for doing everything that they, they've done this postseason. Um, a lot of people liked the, the Knicks in that first-round series, and the Hawks just walked in there and beat them 4-1. Mm -hmm. And now they've come in here to Philly, and now they're up 3-2. And they've got a chance to close it out on their home floor, and I agree. I think they will. Um, I'll take them on the spread and the money line as well. And I am i don't want to touch that over-under number. I'm just This I could agree. be a score fest. This could be a defensive battle. It could be 
it could go either way, but it's going to be a close game nonetheless. And I, I like Atlanta to pull this one out. 100% agree, Dave, with all of that, especially on the over-under. Uh, I'm not touching it with a 10-foot pole, man. Uh, and then Utah, again, the public loves Utah tonight, man. Utah, favored by two and a half points tonight. Uh, if you like the Clippers on the money line, they're plus 115. Over-under sitting at 220. We are in the Staples Center where the Clippers can close out Utah's season here. Uh, Clippers have the, um, I mean, they've got the they, uh, the energy right now, the confidence to beat Utah. And again, if you're going to, if you're going to give me the Sixers and Utah backs against the wall, I'm going to have to take Utah. Um, I think Vegas is smart here. This is going to be a really close game again. Uh, but I am going to take Utah with their backs against the wall, minus two and a half here. Um, again, I'm not going to touch the over-under in this game either, Dave. Uh, I think just like the other game, it can go either way. But I'm going to take Utah by two and a half here. I, I think they're going to force a game seven. Uh, this is going to be really close, and I wouldn't be shocked to see the Clippers uh, close them out here. But I think if anybody has the uh, backs against the wall mentality and can overcome it, it's this Utah team. Yeah, I mean Utah is is a very very great team. It's it's fun to they're fun fun to watch, and it's um, you know there's some injuries to watch for them there, and you know Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell um are are both looking to be game time decisions tonight, which is something to watch for sure. But um, assuming they both play tonight, I like Utah in this game by two and a half. Um, if Donovan Mitchell is not playing, then then I'm gonna want to. Hop on that Clippers line for sure, just because Donovan can take over a game and win it by himself, and I think that's something we we, we might see from him tonight. And I I really do think we'll see a game seven in Utah in this series. Yeah, and uh, stay tuned to our Book It Sports uh, our feed on there. Uh, if, you know, because with the Donovan Mitchell thing, if he doesn't play, the lines could move uh, in a big way. But be sure you're uh, stay tuned to that. Uh, to see our picks right before the game uh, for that. And tomorrow night, we've got the Bucks and the Nets. Vegas has this as a pick em game right now. Um, I mean, Brooklyn, they're giving Brooklyn one point here, uh, but this really is a pick em game over under set at 215. Uh, man, I again, Dave, I really have no clue on this game. I I think it can go either way, um, but I'm going to tell you right now, if I ever see over today or even tomorrow, the Bucks getting any plus money here, I'm going to take it. Even if it's plus 105, I'm going to take the Bucks. Um, and you know what, man? I'm going to take the Bucks to close it out in Brooklyn. Um, I really think they're firing on all cylinders and um, I mean, we saw last night, you know, even with KD putting up another great game, you know, James Harden is going to have to step up tomorrow night and have a massive game if Brooklyn wants any chance of uh, of moving on to the Eastern final. Um, I think Milwaukee takes it here, man. I really do. Yeah, you know, I, I really... 
I'm not a huge fan of I've taken another one of these teams here. I love the under in this game um, with 215 there. I'll take that for sure. And you know what? It's it's just so hard for me not to look at this Brooklyn Nets team and think that they're not going to advance on to these conference finals. And I just, on their home floor, I'm just, I'm going to ride Brooklyn here. I think I'm going to take them uh, to close this series out on their home floor. Um, it's it's not been a pretty series for them, but I seriously think they will win nonetheless and get a clean slate heading into these conference finals. Um, of course, there's a lot of injury news to come out prior to that game. Um, will Kyrie make a return? Will James Harden be 100%? What's going to happen here and there? And there's just no telling uh, what's going to happen here. But I think the Nets will, will come out in Game 7 and, and, and close this one out. You know, that's a great point there, Dave, because with Kyrie back on the court um, and a fully healthy James Harden, too, you know, that's that could absolutely swing this uh, swing this game in their favor. Um, so I think maybe that's why Vegas has this, you know, this close as well, because um, if Kyrie comes back, then I think Brooklyn instantly becomes a three and a half point favorite in this game. Um but yeah, you're right. Injuries are a huge factor in this game. And again, stay tuned to the Book It Sports app for all of uh, all of the updates, as well as our daily lines, whatever we want to go with. Um, in the NHL tonight, we've got Vegas and Montreal, and we hope you rode with our Montreal pick last game. Montreal actually winning outright in Vegas. Um, but me and Dave both gave you Montreal plus a goal and a half. Um, and I'm going to tell you what, Dave, moving this game back to Montreal, I am going to take Montreal on the money line here. They are, uh, let's see. I know they're plus value here. Um, the over-under set at five in this game. Um I'm going to take Montreal here back at home. Uh, this is, I mean, look, Carey Price really kept Montreal in the game uh, in game two, and I think he'll do it in front of a raucous, you know, I think they're only going to let in two or 3,000 fans in Montreal, but it's going to sound like the roof is blowing off that place in the Bell Center. Uh, I love Montreal to take a series lead here, man. Um, the safe pick for sure is Vegas here. Um, but I really, really like Montreal. And again, uh, Montreal plus a goal and a half here. I love that pick as well. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take Vegas on this one. I'm going to take the golden Knights here. Um, obviously you, you called it there that that series is going to be leaving, leaving Vegas one, one here. Um, I think the Golden Knights are just too good to to let the Canadians uh, snag a game here. Um, I just I really like this Knights team, and and I think that they've got a real chance to take the Stanley Cup home. So they've they've got a they've got to take a series lead here on the road in Montreal. I I just like them. I like their chances to do it. I'll take them on the money line. I'm not going to take them by goal and a half or anything crazy, but um, I just I just like them. To, to take a series lead here. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I think we both called that this was going to be a, a two, two series heading back to Vegas. And, um, and I'd love to see that. I love seeing Montreal really uh, uh, have a great showing and, and a great season here. Uh, Tampa Bay tomorrow night as well. 
Tampa Bay and the Islanders. Uh, Tampa Bay leads two to one in that series. Tampa Bay uh, is the favorite in this game. Um, and again, I I really think Tampa Bay um, is going to take a three to one series lead in this game. Uh, kind of like Vegas, man. Tampa Bay is just too good for the Islanders. Islanders have had a great season, but uh, yeah, just quickly, I think Tampa Bay um, takes this three to one. Uh, and takes that three to one series lead back to Tampa Bay, where I think they'll close it out in five. Uh, what do you like in this series, Dave? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to roll with the Islanders on this one. Um, I, I just I like that plus value there. I think really they, they did enough to win Game Three, and it was just it was just not there. It just, it just they had some things not fall their way, but um, I think the Islanders will be able to tie this one up, heading back into Tampa Bay there. Um, I just I just love them on that plus value line. I think they'll they'll bring this series back to even here and not not be facing elimination there at Tampa Bay. But um, obviously Tampa Bay is a great great team here, and it wouldn't surprise me at all. It's why I'm only run half a unit on that New York plus value there. But I just I'm just going to lean towards them and take them there. Yeah, man. Uh, quickly in the U.S. Open right now. Uh... Henley's leading at four under. Louis Ustazen's right there at uh, three. John Rahm's minus two. Brooks Kepka's there at minus two as well. Um, Patrick Cantley's there minus one. Um, we've got uh, all of the guys that we really liked here are uh, in contention. So that looks good there. Um, and then again, tomorrow we've got uh, the College World Series starting, which I know we're really excited for, Dave. Uh, and we've had a few days to marinate on it, man. Our, uh, uh, I wanted to get your call, though, because um, I don't think we said it last uh, last episode. Uh, we looked at all the games and, and who we like moving on. But quickly, who do you think is taking home the College World Series this year? I think it's going to be... I took Mississippi State to win it all prior to the to the beginning of 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 um of the regionals, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that pick there. Obviously, um, Vanderbilt has a great ball club. Uh, there's there's something to watch there. Um, I think all the SEC teams have a have a pretty great shot to, to take home a title here. Um, but I'm gonna ride with Mississippi State here, ride with our home dogs, and you know, hopefully they can bring a title back to Starkville, but. Um, again, here the over under in that Mississippi State Texas game has dropped another half a run, it's down to eight and a half. Um, I definitely want to throw some more money on that over there. Great call, Dave. That's uh, you took the words out of my mouth, man. I'm gonna roll Mississippi State as well. Uh, we waited for that over under to drop, and yeah, again, I mean, I'm, I'm putting a house on that over there, uh, 100%. All right. Well, we've got an exciting weekend of sports ahead. Um, again, we've talked NBA. This is going to be fantastic. The College World Series has all the makings of a great, great finals tournament. Uh, the U.S. Open has been fantastic so far. UEFA Euro, man. The soccer has been electric so far as well. So lots of good stuff. Uh, Dave, any uh, final comments heading into this weekend? I just think it's going to be fun to sit back and watch. There's a lot going on. No matter what, what channel you put it on, you're going to need TV per usual. Um, this is a great, great weekend of sports. It's going to be it's going to be fun, fun to watch. Definitely tune into our book at Sports App. 
uh, for all of our updated picks there. Any MLB plays we've got there will be on there. Yeah, man. A great season ahead. Follow us on the Book It Sports app at Faded Sports Pick'em. Always remember to gamble responsibly. Uh, for Dave Smith, I'm Miles Conrad. Thank you for tuning in to a Friday edition of Faded Sports Pick'em. Uh, we can't wait to talk to you next week and wrap up what has all the makings of a world-class weekend in sports. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>